Hello and welcome to the Pillow Talk Podcast, brought to you by Local River Production. Now here are your hosts, Nick and Bill. When you say alright, it makes me feel alright. Nick, welcome to Pillow Talk. Welcome to the audio version of my downward spiral. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's not good at all. Eh, it's okay. I brought the uh, I brought the bottle with me today. <laughs> well, look at that. I, I recognize that bottle. Mine turned. <laughs> turned. Yeah, I believe <laughs> mine. Fer- my bottle fermented. I didn't know liquor could ferment. Uh, <laughs> Apparently, it can. And and I actually changed the bottle to read. What proof is that on there? Uh, it says 40% alcohol, 80 proof. So I changed mine to read at least 80 proof. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. That's yeah. Cause good. it was at least 80 proof. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, I've also got, a a brownie. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Brownie with cream cheese frosting. Oh, you lucky devil. You. Well, you know, if you're going to go big, you go big or go home. Go big or go home. Stephanie says I'm going to develop a drinking problem. <laughs> because, well, that's why we don't do the podcast very often then. <laughs> Yay. Mm. Got to change that website to podcast released when we feel like it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, infrequently. <laughs> <laughs> as infrequently as we like. I have a, a, a spot of tea. Oh, nice. I like how we alternate this. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> we did alternate it last time. Yeah. yeah, today I just talked a lot at work. I was like, you know, some tea sounds good. Did you uh, Did you have a visitor at work today? Um, maybe a vendor from a three-letter company? <laughs> no, I was, uh, I was getting a demo and some training and stuff, and so that guy never showed up. Oh, okay. okay. Well, let me rephrase that. They might have shushed him away. Uh, he, may, he may have... Uh, he wanted to talk to you about um, uh, a certain seri- season finale that happened this uh, summer. Ah, yes. Mm-hmm. Yo, I don't think we have to. We can tell people that there was a season finale of The Walking Dead. Oh, yeah. And Negan was showed there. up. Yep. <gasps> Speaking of Nick, I brought something to show you. Came in the mail Ooh. today. Oh, is it? I'm officially. Ooh, that's Negan on there. <laughs> it is. It's Negan and Rick. Oh. The uh, latest uh, edition of the uh, Walking Dead trade paperback came today. I'm this three is books behind now. Volume 25, No Turning Back. Uh-oh. Uh, Nick, I would have you know that my children went to bed approximately an hour ago. Yeah. And I have read Volume 25, No Turning Back. Wow. <laughs> yeah. And now, then, in my defense, what? though, a lot of the pages are... Um, a lot of pages. Well, here, let me show you. Without giving it away, doesn't take a lot to read something like that. Yeah. No words. Yeah. Um, it was great. Good? Yeah, not as good as 24. 24 was, man, 24 was good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, this kind of moves the story along. Uh, much to the chagrin of fans of The Walking Dead TV show, sometimes, folks, you have to move the story along. Sometimes. They don't understand that. No, they don't. Nope. Uh, 
Yeah, you're three behind, and you really need to get caught up. I'll do it. I know I will. I just need to do it. Um, I don't have a paper to write that down, but I will. <laughs> well, it's it'll be in the podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess I'll listen, and then I'll remember. Is someone uh, ruffling a bag of chips at your house? Uh, it's a bag of popcorn. Nice. Yeah, 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 yeah. Stephanie's making popcorn. Awesome. And then she gave me a little, like... She, she she gave me like a little what's up. Apparently she wants to like make a lot of noise. Okay, that's fine. Well, I was, well we were making noise at my house last time, so it's only yeah, fair. Yeah, 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 it's fine. Yeah. She just she just uh, gave me the old one finger salute. Aw, tell her I said yeah. hi. Bill says Bill says hi. And not in a not in a um, not in a sarcastic way. Stephanie says hi in like a very sarcastic way. I, I, yeah, see, I meant I meant no sarcasm. I just genuinely wanted you to tell your wife I said hello. <laughs> no, nah, I'm just kidding. She's a wonderful woman, Nick. She she is a wonderful woman. She is. Uh, also, uh, my computer just got done. I had to recharge because I had just gotten done downloading Star Wars Episode Seven onto my computer. Oh, yeah, yeah, Big Day for Nerds, Walking Dead 25, No Turning Back came out. And then there was a little movie called Star Wars Episode Seven: The Force Awakens came out today. Which, fun fact, if you're by a Walgreens in what can only be described as the hood, they, <laughs> they do not have them. No? No, I may have went over to a Walgreens and Aww. tried to purchase it to watch on lunch. It wasn't there. I can tell you the brown truck man delivered mine about 5 o'clock. With oh. delivered The Walking Dead 25, no turning back, <laughs> and delivered Star Wars Episode Seven. My My... My my co my 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 showrunner is trying to tell me something. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Oh oh Stephanie Stephanie says that apparently at the Walgreens by Hurley the police have their own designated or McLaren they have their own designated parking spot. Well, that's pretty great. Yeah, they get robbed so much that they've got their own spot. Oh, it's like handicapped normal Flint police. Oh, that's not how you want to do it. Yeah, it's okay. It's okay. Man, that's not right at all. It's a thing. Uh, Nick, did you see that, uh, again, I don't want to keep talking about the Motor City Comic Con, especially since we haven't heard about our press passes yet. Yeah. Um, did you see that they announced some new uh, some new guests? I did not. Um, a gentleman by the name of John Barenthal is going to be there. Really? Yeah, uh, fans may recognize him as uh, Shane from The Walking Dead, uh, yeah. or the Punisher from a little show called Daredevil. I'm going to call him Ike Barinholtz if I see him. <laughs> have you been watching The Punisher at all? Uh, I have not started the second season. It's good. I think I'm like seven or eight episodes in. Mm. Very good. Also, um, Teenage Bill, very excited. <laughs> Teenage oh, Bill? We've talked about this person before. Leah Thompson's oh, going to be there. Yeah. 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 Going to have to watch Howard the Duck and then go meet Leah Thompson. Good old Howard the Duck. Man, let me tell you something. Leah Thompson and Howard the Duck was a very attractive lady to 16 year old Bill. <laughs> you were the one that kept running that movie out, huh? <sighs> yeah, a couple times. <laughs> 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 and apparently, some guy that does minimalistic uh, art is going to hmm. be there. No. Hmm. You may recognize some of those because they're on my screensaver for my computer. I was going to say, yeah. Yep. I kind of enjoy the minimalistic stuff. It's cool. I like I like the minimal NASA, uh, yeah. minimalistic NASA posters. Those mm-hmm. are really, it's mm-hmm. all pretty cool. Yeah. 
Yeah, pretty cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, uh, what's new in Nick's world? Nothing. I saw a movie called. Uh, uh, apparently, I've been calling it X Machina. Apparently, it's called X Machina. Okay. Um, uh, do not see that movie. Oh, that bad. It's, it's not bad. It's weird. It's a weird movie. It's a. We're doing this at nine o'clock. We can we can put an E next to this. We sure can. Well, Last be, few of an be, E. I'll be vague. Uh, so it's, uh, essentially, it's a movie where you're waiting for the whole time for this guy to want to have uh, relations, have relations with this robot. Um, really? Yeah, 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 yeah. You're you're basically like, I know this is going to happen. Like, it's going to happen. At some point, this guy's going to get down and dirty with this robot. Yes. We yes. may as well just get on board with it. Uh, and it's got the guy that plays Poe from The Force Awakens. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah, Danny DeVito or whatever his name is. <laughs> no, what's his name? Ike Barenthal. Yeah, 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 yeah. The guy, uh, Will Sasso. Will Sasso. I don't think it's Will Sasso. <laughs> um, but um, uh, it's got him in it. He plays like a really weird character. I couldn't place him. Uh, actually, he looks completely different. I couldn't p- place him, but I was like, I know where that guy's from, and I had to look it up, and then I, I was like, oh, it's him. Um, but it's a movie about a guy who basically creates a, a robot that's like – it's like a self-functioning AI, you know? Mm-hmm. So um, – and he brings this guy in for an experiment and all this stuff, and the guy ends up falling in love with the robot. Oscar well, Isaac. Yeah, that guy. Oscar yeah. Wilde. <laughs> that's somebody else also. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, How about Nick, you? Uh, um, you know, the usual – I watched like three episodes of Daredevil the other night. Um, been watching Orange is the New Black still. Mm-hmm. Uh, can't recommend it enough, but don't watch it with anyone around because it's not a very appropriate show for anybody, I don't think. Yeah. But it's great. Um, we watched uh, a couple episodes of Sherlock from the BBC. Have you ever seen that? I have. I've with, seen a couple uh, episodes of Sherlock. Benedict Cumberbatch. And Frodo. No, Bilbo. Bilbo, Bilbo Baggins. Bilbo Baggins. Bilbo Baggins. I think we did talk about this, didn't we? Well, we talked about Bilbo. Well, we've watched two episodes of that. That's a pretty great show. Oh, uh, rumor has it that Tom Hiddleston is going to be in the fourth series. Mm. So that's pretty great. Oh, and then yeah. we watched um, an episode of Downton Abbey. Oh, getting into the Downton Abbey, huh? Yeah, well, my, wife, my wife always wanted to watch it. And um, what was great, Charlie Cox is in it. He's a duke. Okay. Charlie Cox is Daredevil. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he's apparently British again. More Brits stealing American Wait, jobs. He's British too. <laughs> yeah, we really need to uh, investigate this as part of the Tin Hat Society because you've told me so. So far, you've told me that Rick Grimes is Rick British. Grimes is British. Yeah, uh, Daredevil's British. Daredevil's British. Lenny Lenny James. Uh, Lenny is um, is Morgan on The Walking Dead. He's British. Uh, he's British. Maggie uh, isn't British, but she talks with a British voice. Weird and House is British. Um, Benedict Cumberbatch. And Benedict Cumberbatch is. He's going to be playing. Uh, did you see the pictures of him as Doctor Strange over the oh weekend? Oh my gosh, so great. Did you see the gif of them uh, jumping? Uh, jumping? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was like, that's great. Did you see the picture Pillow Talk posted about uh, Doctor Strange buying Doctor Strange comics? I did. That was really, really cool. <laughs> that was really. I was like, oh, that's really cool. That's. Cause that, that's great. That's, yeah. That's, I wonder if anybody uh, recognized him. I don't think that they did. Because the movie hasn't come out yet. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, a lot of Brits stealing American jobs. 
Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's got to stop, people. Let's go over to their place. Mm-hmm. Start talking all British. Start talking all fancy. Steal their jobs. Yeah, exactly. There's only one man that can do it. Uh, Bruce Campbell. <laughs> <laughs> that was amazing, wasn't oh, it? I, I never knew I wanted something so much Is until Bruce I Campbell, saw that picture. You, Nick, are obviously referring to the picture of Bruce Campbell announcing on April Fool's that he was going to be the next, the next doctor. Oh, it'd be so great, wouldn't it? It would be really swell. It'd be awesome. I'd watch it. Let's be honest. I'd totally watch mm-hmm. it. Also, apparently those are on um, Amazon Prime. On Amazon Prime now. Yeah. So uh, that's actually hooray. part of what Downton Abbey was. Was try- because so uh, Nick, I, I think we've talked about it on the show, but uh, I'm an Apple fanboy. Not real. Uh, and so have the Mac, have the iPhone, have the mm-hmm. Apple TV. Mm-hmm. There is no Amazon Prime streaming app on Apple TV. There isn't. No. Interesting. So now on my living in my living room we have a DVD player, a Blu-ray player that's got Amazon Prime on it, so it kind of fixes that problem. But trying yeah. to watch TV upstairs makes it a little bit difficult to watch uh, Amazon Prime shows. Mm-hmm. So what we did was streamed it from the phone and then airplayed it over to the Apple TV. Just wanted to test it out, see how it worked. Worked fine. This is a great time that we live in. It is, isn't it? When I can, when I can stream a show on my phone and beam it to my TV. What a great day we live in. I mean, could you imagine telling yourself like 15 years ago, Nick, hey, we're going to be able to to have a computer in your pocket. Your phone is going to stream high quality video, video crisper than you ever have seen before in your life. Oh, and by the way, you can hit a button and make it magically appear on your TV. It's pretty awesome. You would have been like, yeah, shut up, dude. Yeah, yeah. You know this guy's not about. from the future. <laughs> exactly. This guy's just crazy. Uh, yep. So Interesting. Um, now, Nick, you obviously, I don't want to ruin the ending of The Walking Dead for anyone who hasn't seen it yet, but uh, seriously, yeah. it's everywhere. Um, mm-hmm. I guess I just, as Negan is looking at me from across the table there, uh, <laughs> which is really creepy because I know what Negan does and so do yeah. you. Yeah. Um, well, we think we know what he does. Well, let me rephrase this. I know what he does in the next five years worth of comic books. Yeah. And uh, Negan Negan looking at me with the look he's got on his face right now Ooh. is really creeping me out. Yeah. But uh, they picked a great character to play Negan. That dude's pretty awesome. He did like a 10-minute monologue towards the end of the episode where he just kind of laid out just, you know, what he was doing and who he was. And I'm like, man, this is so great. Did you, uh, I, I heard like, about I should that. not be this happy about this guy showing up because no. spoiler alert, everybody, Negan's a bad guy. It's going to get real. Uh, <laughs> Negan is, is, is like the governor, if the governor were a character on Sesame Street. <laughs> oh, gosh. I mean, Negan's and a it, really bad dude. And if people are going to be upset by <laughs> the beginning of... Season 7. Season 7. Yeah. Just wait until they see what happens to him. Like, just wait until they see what happens to Negan. Oh, like, yeah. He, you're like, if you think people are upset now, wait until they see what hit the fate that is that is handed to him. To Negan? Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. It's, um, <laughs> Negan is a bad, bad dude, guys. He is. If they, it, that's one of the reasons I'm so excited to see him on the show. It's because, look, 
I don't like any of the stuff he does, but he's a compelling character. You got to give him that. He's a ying to the ying. Yeah, for sure. Definitely. For um, sure. Did you see that uh, his uncensored speech will be coming to the Blu-ray of the <gasps> the season? Will yeah. it really? Mm-hmm. Because With the f bombs and all. Negan Negan throws a lot of f bombs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep, his 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 uncensored speech will be coming. And I'll I tell you, they today. did they did a decent job of lacing it with as much because I mean on TV on cable TV especially they can do everything but the F. Yeah. And they did a nice job of getting the other words and stuff in there to really appropriately oh, show you that look he didn't have a problem saying bad stuff. Well he's like he's an odd character. Oh my gosh. Like, he he literally at one point at one point in this comic book, I just started laughing because of an interaction really? that Negan was having with somebody. <laughs> and my wife looked at me and I was like, it's just Negan. She's like, that's the bad guy, right? I'm like, yeah, but he's hilarious. He really is. He's I funny. Mean, but he's totally, and I heard- he's totally id. You know, if you go back to your high school oh, yeah. psychology classes, mm-hmm. I mean, he just mm-hmm. does what he wants and says what he wants. And he mm-hmm. has no filter. Nope. Uh, I heard that he was really like likable, like the way that they port, like, like the kind, the way that they kind of portrayed him in the show. I mean, up until obviously he beat someone with a baseball bat. <laughs> with Lucille, but, like, yeah, yeah. Well, but I mean, let's face it, saying, in the comics, he was totally likable too. Yeah, he was. You I know, mean, it's it's funny here. Let me let me just refer to this comic book that I just read like <laughs> twenty minutes ago, Nick. Um, yes, Negan actually said something that made. I just have to find it. Um, mm-hmm. But just... He... Uh, uh, come on. He basically talked about how he... Um, rallied... He was able to rally his people behind him even though they didn't like him. Uh, and of course I can't find it now uh, uh, he does <laughs> okay Nick let me just see if I can okay I'm sorry this is going to be can you read what's in that bubble right on the edge there hang on let me see okay the part that says no matter what well yeah, uh, yeah. The no matter what part. This is great radio for everybody. <laughs> and then, and, and then, read what he says there. <laughs> Too soon. <laughs> Negan was referencing something bad he had done, and then, so what? Too soon. Hilarious. Yeah. That had me laughing. Wow. That's wow, <laughs> wow. <laughs> That's. Mm-hmm. I love him. He's great. Guy. He is. He's but he's awful. He's, but he's. It's. He, we have been fans of the comic. Have been waiting <laughs> for this point in the show for years. Oh yeah. Because he's just such a compelling character. He is. He's like. 
yeah, I, gosh, I can't even. Um, what do you say? I mean, uh, yeah, you guys I have, can't even. You have you have no idea. No, I mean, yeah, gosh, man, I just, that's pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be great. If I seem distracted, it's because now this has made me go back and buy the comics. Uh, are, you bu- are you buying uh, 23, 24, and 25? Yes, I am. Yeah, okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to go do that right now. Uh, Nick, uh, I had at one point uh, on the, our list of things to do today uh, give out our baseball predictions for the 2016 year. Oh, okay. I don't know that we need to do that, though, but uh, look, of course I'm picking the Cubs to win the World Series. Well, I mean, who's not, right? Well, I mean, yeah, apparently it's just like the thing to do. <laughs> Look, they had a good year. Everybody's still going to be on that bandwagon. Well, and you know, the other part of it is they had a good year and then they got better. That's true. They really did. I um, I don't think the Detroit Tigers are going to do too much this year. Eh. Um. You know, it's, they don't ever, any year. But uh, oh, Don't say that. I think Verlander's going to bounce back for sure. I, if, you I think Verlander, if you can get Verlander to bounce back How did he pitch today, by the way? Uh, I haven't idea. even watched it uh, I haven't even watched it yet um, But I don't think I honestly I, I, I think Justin Verlander's best years are behind him well, That been, may be, but He's been slowly going downhill, I think But I think he's going to have a nice bounce back year Do and you? If, I do um, I think that he is going to be um, I think I don't necessarily. Well, the Tigers game's not over yet, but no. But I think it was like four to something. Apparently, Mister Verlander is currently pitching a no hitter. Really? Mm-hmm. Through f- in the fifth inning. Bless his heart. That'll probably be the only no hitter he pit- tries to pitch all year. I see. I think he's gonna have a nice bounce back year. Uh, it depends what a lot of other people do, but uh, I think Verlander is gonna be in turn for good things this year. But he can only carry that team for so long. Well, that's what it comes down to. Is what does Anibal Sanchez do? Can Jordan mm-hmm. Zimmerman pitch, or is he just washed up bum? I I'd know. be, and, you know, I mean, how many times are we going to put, uh, do we still got Albuquerque? I think we do. How many no, times I don't think put Al- Albuquerque my... is still on the team. Are you drinking out of a mason jar? Yes. Nice. Uh, yeah, because, I mean, nothing says I give up. Like <laughs> drinking out of a mason jar. I heard you might have had a pretty uh, rough day at work today, Nick. Make sure you clean yeah, it up was... in case your boss is listening. <laughs> no, today was fine. Yesterday was fine. It was okay. It's it, you know what? Once I came to terms with the fact that the day is when I make it, which was advice I believe given to me by my boss. Maybe the day the is when you make obviously. it. Uh, I I was okay. <laughs> it was I was okay. Good. She did talk me down off a ledge. Well, you do need that every now and then. I I may have been in the back slamming a phone down repeatedly Aww. saying, nobody answers the phone around this place. <laughs> oh, you do have that problem now that uh, everyone is gone. Yeah. But now you know what it's like to work also, in a branch. Well, I was going to say, also, ironically, now I know what it's like when people try to call me. Yep. <laughs> so. <laughs> Good point. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, but, I mean. In all, in all honesty, today slow day. Today was fine. I yeah. could, it couldn't have been a nicer slow day. I had a vendor buy me lunch. Nice mm-hmm. from some deli. Really wants. Well, the, it's already somebody we use. They were making me sit through a training, and 
and the bribe was, we'll buy you a sandwich. Nice. To which was I said, fine. Yeah, it was from, I think it was called Hoffman's Deli. Where's that at? I have no idea, but it's a big, like a thick sandwich. Interesting. Piled high pastrami? with meat. No, I had the club. Ooh. It was called the College Club. They had all their sandwiches named after like Flint Landmarks. They had like the Mott was one of the Bert, one of the sandwiches. This is a local deli? Hold on. I'm looking. I'm looking. Hoffman's Deco Deli and Cafe. They're on Garland Street in Flint. Judy Garland Street? Uh, Potentially. It's by the river. They're closed now. Right by the van. <laughs> by the van, by the river. Down by the river. Let's see here. They appear to be off of beach. Where are they? I don't. I'm, I feel like I should know about this place. I like to pride myself in thinking I know about most places to eat. I'm, mm, so they're apparently like at the corner of 2nd and Garland off of MLK. There's the river. I'm turned around. That's half the problem. I don't know where I am right now. That'll happen. There's the Durant. Okay. Kevin Durant? No, they're Saginaw. Okay, oh. I'm good now. There's Saginaw. So you go, you go north on Saginaw, Nick, past the riverfront. You keep going north, and mm-hmm. that's when Saginaw turns into MLK. You know, you kind of veer left to MLK, and you turn mm-hmm. on second, and bam, it's right there. Apparently, okay. Justin Verlander's no-no is a thing of the past. Sorry for jinxing yeah. you, JV. Hey, look, he jinxed himself. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. I can't get behind Justin Verlander as coming back at all okay i just i can't do it um i think he will i don't know well i mean you're the expert i'm just the guy who not not casually watches you're the guy who i'm the guy who casually watches baseball i get it um i really don't know who's gonna win this year um I, 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 God, I don't even. Then you also pick the Cubs. Yes. There you have it. That's the Cubs. We count those. (laughs) We are, yeah, we are 100% on board. The Pillow Talk kiss to the Chicago Cubs. (laughs) It's like when somebody writes in, it's like when somebody writes in God on a, on a voting ballot. That's Republican. They count those. (laughs) That's exactly right. Yeah, but it was an exciting five innings. Hold on. There was, I'm in the middle of a group text here. Since when do here check this out? Do we uh hold on here? Uh cited for no nos. Hold on, Nick, this is gonna be great. Okay. In the sixth. Uh Arietta. Oh come on, don't autocorrect that. <clears throat> What kind of phone do you have that doesn't know that it's you a, type area? It's a new one. It hasn't learned me yet. You are as calls that a rough outing. Okay, so this guy is a Tiger fan. Uh, you'll know him because mm-hmm. he has Hobbit feet. Uh, and my oh, reply, yes. he just, yeah, but it was an exciting 5.1 innings. And so uh, I'm just typing in here. Since when do we get excited for no-nos in the sixth? Arietta calls that a rough outing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nice. that should have sent him over the edge. 
You know what we should do? What's that? I'm I'm gonna get Snapchat just to do this. I don't want Snapchat. <laughs> I'm gonna get a picture of Peter Dinklage and okay. the, uh, the Dink. this, and, and and this little Hobbit man. And I'm gonna face swap them. Face swap. <laughs> yeah. Yes. And I bet it'll work perfectly. It's gonna be great. Yeah. How it did will, Dinklage right? do on Saturday Night Live, by the way? So good. Yeah. So, oh, he did a Naked and Afraid with Leslie Jones, who's the uh, black girl from um, from the Ghostbusters movie that you don't want to see. And, and it was, like, some of the best stuff that I've ever seen. Yeah? Uh, yeah. Um, and then Kenan Thompson, uh, and I don't know if you've ever seen this, but Kenan Thompson did a great David Ortiz impression <laughs> on, uh, <laughs> on Weekend Update. Which Basically I always thought it was because it's, like, Kenan from Kenan and Cal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. just weird for me. Yeah. But he does an amazing David Ortiz. He just basically, he's like, they're like, what, what's the, the thing you're looking forward to most about opening day? And he's like, lunch. <laughs> and then they're like, lunch? He's like, yeah, we have a big lunch. And then he just starts naming Dominican food, which is basically just rambling off stuff. And uh, yeah, it's great. It's really, it's really funny. No, I'm just trying to, he's, he's replied back, uh, Verlander has a few more no-nos than Arietta, and then I replied back, he's also far out of his prime. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I think oh. Verlander's going to have a great year, but it's fun to poke the bear. Yeah, uh, I just, I really don't. I don't, I don't, I don't know. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll agree to disagree on this. Okay. We'll find out at the end of the year. Nick, have you Sounds eaten an Angry Whopper yet? No, but I should, shouldn't I? <laughs> you should. I, saw I wrote it, it down day. last week to ask you about it. I should. I saw it the other day, and I was like, oh. We need you to eat an Angry Whopper and take some video. I was like, this is going to be a thing. Well, see, um, the people of Burger King might be spitting in my food from now on. Oh, uh, why is that? What did you do? It's a thing. It's a thing. I may, my, we, our paths, uh, one of the workers in my paths may have crossed in some sort of um, interpromotional dealings uh, and uh, may not have went in their favor. Oh, that's not your fault, though. It's not, but I mean, who would you blame? Would you blame the big faceless corporation or the person that you saw? The, probably the person that you saw. Yeah, good call. You're gonna have to travel. You're gonna have to travel. What are you? What are you doing? I was letting the dog outside. Oh, I was. Is, is your dog gonna come back? You really don't care, do you? I honestly, at this point, don't care. <laughs> do you have a fenced-in backyard, or is she just doing whatever nope. she wants to do? Oh no, I, I hook her up to a chain, but oh, okay. we don't have a fenced-in backyard. But some nights I sacrifice my family's safety to just leave the door open and hope she runs away. Oh. <laughs> I, I, I've told you this before, but with my luck, the one smart thing about the stupid dog is that she knows where she lives. <laughs> so, like, I could drop her off in Grand Blank, but she'd somehow find her way home like some weird homeward bound the Incredible Journey. <laughs> <laughs> That'd I be despise this animal. Yeah, it would. Aww. I despise this animal. And despise? You You don't use, use the stuff... Let me try that again. You don't just throw that word around. Nope. This dog once got hit by a car. It's my daughter's first memory. <laughs> this oh, dog geez. got hit by hit by a car in the front yard. 
flew over the other the open lane. You know, you know how there's a two lane road. Mm-hmm. Flew over the open lane into a ditch. Got up, just started running again. <laughs> it's like, like some nothing. sort of weird T one thousand that I can't get rid of. Nice. Yeah. Okay, Nick. Yeah. I have um, I have tin hat stuff. Ooh, please. Can we, can we do, take a dip into the tin hat society? Please, please do. As we promised our our fans. All right, hold on. Let me let me sound the sounder. Hold on a second. Ooh. Aliens and flying saucers. Nessie and the New World Order. Area fifty one in the moon. Welcome to the Tin Hat Society. Put on your hats. It helps block the government from reading your thoughts. Okay. All right, Nick. All right. <sighs> Welcome back. It feels good to be back in the conspiracy corner. It does, doesn't it? It does. We haven't done this in a while. No. We've been caught up in nonsense. We need more structure. Nonsense. More structure in our lives. Yeah, that's what we need. <laughs> that's exactly what we need. Uh, um, you said you had some supernatural so, stuff to talk about. Uh, well, I have one really cool thing. Um, uh, I guess I have two, I, I have two cool things. They both oh, involve geez. roads. Roads for some reason. Like um, like Lee I'll, roads. I'll start, I'll, uh, kind of like Lee roads, but they're not living like Lee roads. Oh. Uh, <laughs> This is uh this is called the never ending road. Um it's in Corona, California. I'll just read you verbatim what it says here. Um in Corona, California, there is a road known by the locals as the never ending road. Specifically, the road the road's true name is Lester Road. Uh now over twenty years later, uh the landscape of Corona has changed and the never ending road is no more, so it's gone. Uh it's years ago, Yeah, apparently. Uh Lester Road uh was was um, Well, it was an unlit road that people claimed to be never-ending uh, when driven at night. Uh, the people would drive, uh, people would drive down the road and never be seen again. Uh, the legend became so well-known that people refused to even drive Lesser Road during the day. Um, one night, like many, like many teens my age, I drove up to Lester Road. This is not me. This is the person typing. <laughs> it's somebody else. Uh, <laughs> but only a short distance. And in my headlights, it did look like it went on forever. Frightened, I quickly turned around because if I continued up the road, I thought I might never return again. Uh, perpetuation of the legend uh, convinced local law enforcement to investigate. The Lester Road took a sharp left turn at its end, and there were no guardrails. Beyond the curve lay a canyon, and on the other side of the canyon was another road that lined up so well with Lester Road that when viewed from the correct angle, especially at night, the canyon vanished from sight, and the road seemed to continue on up over a hill uh, on the other side of the canyon. Uh, Upon investigation of the canyon, dozens of cars were found. People had fallen to their doom with the decomposing body of the victims still strapped to their seats. Oh, my gosh. Pretty crazy, right? Yeah, that they didn't put up a guardrail. <laughs> right? California's got all that money. 
Well, and it's uh, funny. I was listening to a um, a podcast where somebody was talking about making the drive from um, L.A. to San Francisco. Oh. Because they were going from L.A. to San Francisco and then San Francisco back to L.A. And they wanted to drive up the Pacific Coast Highway. Well, mm-hmm. and I guess they um, the Pacific Coast Highway apparently wouldn't know is uh, like a super narrow road and is like literally on the side of a cliff for a lot of it. Really? And so, yeah, and so they wanted to travel north so that they were at least on the <laughs> inside lanes instead of the outside lanes. Because if you think about it, if you're driving north, sure. you're on the right, and to the left is the ocean. Uh-huh. Whereas if you were driving south, you'd be on the ocean side, not on the cliff side. You'd be on the... Instead of the rock side, you'd be yeah. on the cliff side if you were going okay. south. So they wanted to go north because it's apparently a really scary road in places. They talked okay. about, you know, heading, having, this is a horrible story, uh, talked about <laughs> needing to make, you know, frequent stops and stuff because, you know, you just get to the point where your mind is just, is, you've had it, you know, white knuckling and stuff. Uh. Mm. Yeah. So you had you to go. like hug the side, you had to like, you're I would like the, hug the side. You're hugging the road and you're basically, if you're traveling north, you're hugging the, the rock side. But if you're traveling south and you happen to go off the road a little bit, you go off the cliff. Oh. You got to make the wily coyote sound on your way down. That's awful. (laughs) The puff of smoke. (laughs) That's terrible. Uh huh. Oh. Here, let me give you one of mine. Yes, please do. Because so, I've only got two. Okay, I have a few. Um, what I did is I googled. I was just looking for. I thought. Uh, I thought I would look for like conspiracy theories and things uh, about the entertainment industry. Okay. Not sure why, but that's what I went with. Um. So one of the um, one of the theories was about uh, the radio broadcast of War of the Worlds. Oh, okay. All right. So check this out. You've got my attention. Uh, excellent. I knew I would. Uh, The infamous Halloween Eve radio broadcast of War of the Worlds has long been part of pop culture folklore. On that night in 1938, Orson Welles panicked the nation with a mock news broadcast depicting a deadly alien invasion, and the power of the media was revealed to the world because everybody freaked out. According to one conspiracy Mm -hmm. theory, the panic was no accident. It is known that the Princeton University Radio Research Project, funded by the Rockefeller uh, Foundation, in order to study the effects of media on society, published a study on the broadcast. The conspiracy theory asserts that the foundation, and therefore the Rockefellers, Mm -hmm. actually hired Orson Welles to produce the broadcast with the intent of studying how the populace would react in the event of a genuine invasion. Hmm. Tellingly, the study found that fully 25% of the 6 million listeners thought a real invasion was taking place, although most believed the invaders not to be aliens, but Germans. Really? Mm-hmm. So the the panic was induced to kind of get an idea about how people would react. If somebody were to invade mm-hmm. the United States. Yep, this is this is a, yep. a dry run for it, and this is, you know, hey police, this is how you'd react, and blah, 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 blah. That's pretty cool. I thought that was interesting. I like that. Mm-hmm. I like that a lot. That's uh, so. Okay, so it was basically let's scare the tar out of these people, make them believe it's real. Mm-hmm. It's like when you, it's like in a basketball game when you are trying to get a look and see how the other team's going to defend. Mm-hmm. Yep. 
Interesting. Interesting. Uh, Nick, I also have uh, have one in here about uh, celebrities being mind-controlled. Really? Uh-huh. So Show it you, to me. Are you familiar with uh, um, a CIA program called MKUltra? I am familiar with MKUltra, I believe. Okay. Um, so basi- I think so. It was basically just like mind control in the 70s. Yeah, yeah. Isn't that the men who stare at goats? Uh, probably, yeah. Like where they, yeah. Okay. Yeah, and, and the CIA has admitted to this. Mm-hmm. So they've basically said, yeah, 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 we were studying mind control. Sure. Um. So when MK Ultra was exposed in the mid-70s, the CIA claimed the program, which had begun in the 50s, had long been scrapped and had produced no viable results. But some conspiracy theorists will take issue with both those statements, saying that the attempts by the power elite to perfect mind control predate the CIA to at least the 1930s. They also claim that MKUltra never stopped, just changed its name to Monarch, and not only has been perfected, but practically all of the world's most famous celebrities have participated. <laughs> this is the part where I like. Really? Especially those employed by Disney. Because, you know, oh, there's no such thing as a good conspiracy theory if you don't have Disney involved. Well, sure. Hang, hang dog on, my dog's going like nuts. Hang on. Yeah, yeah. Um, we'll just wait here, because I'd really like for Nick to hear the rest of this. I was just uh, having a little intermission there. Oh, well, thank you for the intermission. You're welcome. Uh, Hmm. So the programming uh, supposedly consists of ritualized trauma and abuse, blah, 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 basically trying to break people down, right? Sure, sure, sure. So according to the theory, this programming usually begins in fairly early childhood, sometimes with the direct cooperation of the parent. Uh, Hmm. The subjects are used throughout their childhood and teens as romantic encounters. Nice. For the rich and powerful and their public images are carefully nurtured. Seems like Disney kids, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. These Lizzie images Blair are... And such. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I submit for your approval, uh, <laughs> uh, Hannah Montana. Yeah. Uh, these images are plotted on a trajectory from squeaky clean child star to subtly um, attractive teen idol to full-blown object of desire, like Lindsay Lohan or Britney Spears. When oh, such yeah, celebrities melt down display bizarre public behavior it's not Mm -hmm. simply the pressures of stardom but broken mind control programming and they don't go off to rehab but to be reprogrammed okay so crazy right that's why Mm -hmm. we call it the tin hat society it sounds like science fiction consider the puzzling fact that roseanne barr once inexplicably blurted out in the middle of an otherwise perfectly normal nationally televised live interview that quote MK Ultra mind control rules in Hollywood. If you don't know, Google that and look into it. End quote. Roseanne Barr. Yeah, who is the, obviously a credible source. Obviously, the the woman who married um Jim Belushi. No, Tom um, Arnold. Tom Arnold. Yeah. yeah. The woman who married and, and belched the national anthem and scratched oh, herself. She was awful singing the national anthem. <laughs> but um, she was obviously doing it under mind control. Clearly. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the very, only very explanation, Nick. 
very interesting. The only explanation that Earth is hollow, by the way. I won't read that, but no, of course just, the Earth is just hollow. Just understand that it's hollow, and there, there are. Let's see here: uh, Vikings, Nazis, and aliens live under the in the Earth. Oh well, that's better than the lizard people that I read. Oh, well, that okay, to, look, that have infiltrated our highest levels of government. Inc- <laughs> I'm yes, not where kidding. did I write this that? No, I I read that. Where did I read that at? Um, who did I read was a lizard person? Both President Bushes were lizard people. Mm-hmm. And I think Clinton, Clinton, Clinton. Uh, is a lizard person. Oh, yeah, the lizard people are all over the place. Man. Oh, yeah, yeah, they're there. Believe it, people. Mm-hmm. The the truth is out there. <laughs> do, 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 do. Uh, so, um, see, your stuff's all... all, all conspiracy. Like, uh, conspiracy stuff. My yeah. stuff's paranormal. Uh, you might remember Which this. kind of what we do best. Yeah, right? I mean, yeah. I enjoy the conspiracy stuff. Always have. Yeah, and I like the I mean, paranormal stuff. We used to watch like the unsolved mysteries and stuff on Saturday uh-huh. nights till midnight when it was on like the UHF, like the current equivalent of the CW. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We would watch the conspiracy, you know, the alien stuff and the um, beyond belief, factor fiction narrated by oh, Captain I Riker, love that. Commander Riker, I guess, depending on where you're picking up in the series. I love that. Mm-hmm. Loved all um, that stuff. That's funny because this one, uh, this one I want to tell you about is actually. Uh, you probably saw it on Unsolved Mysteries. Um, I was thinking about it the other day and decided to look it up because I couldn't remember the actual story. Nice. Um, this is called The Ghost Children of San Antonio's Railroad. Um, okay, hit me with it. Uh, so uh, just south of San Antonio, Texas is the site of Texas' most famous ghost story, um, not the Alamo. Um, uh, not far from the San Juan Mission is an intersection of the roadway that is uh, closed or crossed by railroad tracks. Uh, whether this is an urban legend or truly a ghost story uh, has to be um, uh, has long been forgotten in history. Uh, reportedly, this is the site of a fatal accident which, in which a train collided with a school bus full of children in the 1930s or 40s. Um, according to the legend, it was raining Texas morning as the train moved swiftly down the tracks where the engineer spied a school bus stalled along its path frantically pulling its brake and tugging on the train whistle. Uh, the hulking engine advanced quickly towards the school bus, couldn't stop in time. Basically, all the kids died. Um, uh, way, to, er, way to kill the room, Nick. Well, exactly, exactly. <laughs> um, well, well, not all the kids, actually. I'm sorry. Ten children reportedly lost their lives that day and continued to haunt the area, protecting others from the same fate. Mm-hmm. The rumor goes that if you park your car on this hill... Um, uh, directly uh, or directly over the tracks, and shift your car into neutral. The ghosts of the children will push your car, will push your car huh. um, out of the way. Um, not just gravity. Yeah, not not just gravity because uh, it's it's flat, I believe. Oh. Um, and I remember this. I remember seeing it on Unsolved Mysteries. Like people will go there, they'll park their car, they'll put it in, you know, they'll put it in neutral on the tracks or whatever, and then their car will creep forward. And people would put baby powder on their bumper. And there's probably video of it out there. I'll share it. And they put baby powder on their bumper and when they and the trunk of their car. And the when they prints. did, they'd have handprints of little wow. kids. And, uh, yeah, so that's, I mean, that was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I, you know, now they could obviously have touched their car, you know, handprints sure. stay out there forever. But, it, it, I mean, it was pretty cool. You know, they, they did all that. And, they're, you know, it's probably one of those mystery spots where, like, 
you know how like you put the ball in the room and it like rolls to one side or whatever, even though it looks flat. And uh, yeah, and I freaked myself out right there, so now I'm looking behind myself. <laughs> yeah, I was actually looking at the uh, at the the door I've got right here that doesn't have a curtain in front of it right now, thinking, man, I should have put the curtain in front of the mirror or in front of yep. the thing. Yep, yep, um, yep. Nick, one of the things I saw was uh, obviously that uh, Jay Z is a time traveling vampire. Uh, I did see that. I seen that picture because of that picture that the New York Public Library knows was taken in 1939. Did and it's Jay Z. Did you see that Nicolas Cage is also a time traveling yeah. vampire? Yeah, yeah, I've yeah. seen that one too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, one of the, just a quick hit. Uh, apparently, dinosaurs existed and are mentioned in the Book of Job as having helped build the pyramids. Really? I don't know. I'm just throwing my hands up on that one. Now, now I haven't um, read the Bible cover to cover. No, no, no I haven't I, either. I would like to think. I mean, I'm all for you know. People say if you believe in the Bible, you can't believe in dinosaurs. Well, or, see, no, I don't think whatever. that's true. And, and and I'm all and see, I don't think so either. I'm all for they can be mutually exclusive, and we've had that conversation. You know, why can't creationism and um, the Bible be one and the same, right? Yeah, I mean, there's nothing. Well, because it or evolution you know, and creationism. I'm sorry. Yeah, evolution. Yeah. Why can't evolution and creationism? Well, because the people who believe in evolution want to think that there's no way that it could have happened any way but scientifically, which is the whole point of faith. And that's not what this podcast is about today. But no, it's not. But you know, you having faith, you're saying, look, I I believe that there is a being that could make it happen and could very rightly make it. You know, there's no reason that you know this being could not have snapped his or her fingers and. That was the Big Bang. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's to you know that's yeah. okay. There's to think that this all happened randomly. I think for me personally is a bigger leap of faith to think that everything that's around us and you and me and people yeah. and animals in this world that it happened just randomly because two particles smashed into each other. That's kind of hard to believe. But you know what? That takes faith too. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? So it's the whole point, though. Yeah, exactly, exactly. The whole point of faith is that you have to believe with no proof. Exactly, mm-hmm. exactly. But that's not what this podcast is about. You're correct. Uh, that's pretty. No, that's crazy. a whole different one. Yeah, exactly, exactly. We should do Bill and Nick explain their <laughs> explain explain their faith. Oh, you know what? It might be kind of fun. Well, I guess Bill Nye, the science guy, and. Um, I don't know, some church guy have probably already gone back and given us all we need to talk about creationism versus Bill Nye had something where he went back and forth with somebody. And then, you know, according to everyone, schooled him and showed him how much of an idiot he was for believing that creationism happened. See, but I think like having that mentality, you're not open to. Correct. Yeah. You know what I mean? You're not, I mean, your mind has to be open to these other things. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, because we don't know. I mean, at the end of the day, we don't know. Well, there's, you know, because, okay, so so long story short, Nick, if you and I both believe in a, in a greater power, mm-hmm. and if you were believing in a greater power, in this greater power were omnis- omnif- omnipotent, who could do and anything and knows everything, mm-hmm. couldn't that greater power make a world where dinosaurs roamed? And mm-hmm. 
where the snap of the fingers was the Big Bang, or if it's all fake and none of that happened, couldn't this greater power have made an Earth where dinosaur bones were already in the ground? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, but that's Look, fine. Talk to me about talk to me about evolution. It's fine. I will respect your opinions. Well, yeah. I mean, we all will. I mean, right? I mean, and there's nothing. You know, if if you believe the Bible and if you believe that God made the the everything in seven days. Okay, look, your day and his day totally different. And so there's mm-hmm. no reason that on day six, <laughs> man could not have crawled out of the oceans and evolved. I mean, yeah, that would be okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, and and also if if this life, and now now we're really harping on the point. If, if there's nothing to this, <laughs> this is life, our podcast, if, 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 and they'll if, listen to everything if, we have to say. If this is all random. I'm just going to say, that'd be a really shit life. Like, if this was just... <laughs> if this if was this as was good it, as it gets? Yeah, yeah, like, that's a really shit life. Nick, you like, going to work every day and punching a time oh. clock. And coming home and, and drinking Captain and Pepsi and... <laughs> Not being able to see is, my kid. Nick, this is as good as it gets for you. This is as good as it's ever going to be. It's pretty sad. I do feel bad for people who do live like that, though, because... Why'd you freeze? I don't know. You froze, too. No! I can hear you fine. Okay, sorry. I can hear you. It said said there was an internet connectivity problem. Yeah, that'd be awful, man. Yeah, I mean, I would feel bad for anybody who... Look, this is is it, man. You know, you're going to go to your house and punch your time clock and pet your dog and... It's never going to be any better than this. This is this is as good as it's going to be. That's tough. It'd be tough to wake up every morning like that. It's a tough pill to swallow. It's a tough pill to swallow like now, and I believe that there's something better coming. <laughs> you know? Exactly. <laughs> it's yeah, tough for me to get up know. some days. That alarm goes off oh, at yeah. 6.15. I don't want to get up. <sighs> Nick, we're going to go back listen. to the Tin Hat Society. <laughs> Okay, yeah, let's go back to the Tin Hat Society. <laughs> okay, tell me what else you got. Uh, one of the ones, I have two more. Uh, okay. Two more. One I got of them nothing, is, so. is, okay, uh, two more, and then we'll be right about uh, first pitch for the Cubs. Um, one of them is that Beyonce faked her pregnancy. <laughs> what? So Why? when Beyonce was pregnant with Blue Ivy... A photo snapped of the celebrity sitting in an Australian interview displayed a folded belly rather than a characteristic a characteristically solid pregnancy belly. Okay. Forcing rumors that the single lady songstress was donning a fake belly while a surrogate carried her child. The firestorm of accusations was further bolstered after the entire maternity ward at the hospital was put on lockdown when she went into labor, and all security cameras and windows were shrouded. What? Mm Mm-hmm. This is ridiculous. Why? What's the point? (laughs) I don't know. She didn't want to get fat? Yeah, but, like, who cares? Like just be like, I have a surrogate. Now that story, <laughs> that story. Why does it say there's an internet connectivity problem again? Because you you keep freezing uh, on me. So, uh, okay, so that story would make more sense if it was like they had a surrogate, but instead of like the normal way that you impregnate a surrogate, they let Jay Z have sex with the woman. <laughs> yeah, like that makes sense. I look. I just I just report the news. 
the uh, the last one, by the way. Oh, you okay? Yeah, what was that noise? Did you hear like a buzzing? Nope. Son of a bitch. Okay, <laughs> continue. <laughs> you sure you're okay? Because you, you're free. Maybe you're freezing because there's an, a UFO over your house. Let's not be crazy. Let's not be <laughs> really? Crazy. That's the light. We're, ta- That's we're, ta- light. <laughs> we're talking about <laughs> Beyonce <laughs> faking her pregnancy, and you're telling me not to be crazy. I just saw this jar in the corner of my screen and got real scared. <laughs> so did I. I saw it coming. Ah! <laughs> Everything's okay, though, guys. Continue. All right, we got one more. You ready? So some conspiracy theorists believe that the Bush administration yeah. paid Britney Spears to stage her 2007 meltdown. Oh. <laughs> Why? Uh, um, by far the strangest accusation against George W. Bush uh, was that he orchestrated Britney Spears' famous 2007 meltdown in which the pop star shaved her head, prodded a paparazzi car with an umbrella, was put on a... Uh, fifty-one fifty psychiatric hold and lost custody of her children. Why? Why? To distract the public from several political scandals that rocked his failed presidency. I like that they called it a failed presidency. What? Why? Uh, Idolator, a music blog that apparently nobody reads, was the first to introduce this wacky concept, demonstrating how a number of headlines the stonksters made for her erratic behavior were impeccably timed with the administration's political scandals and therefore were staged diversions. Now, Nick... Um, I feel like we should give equal time. And there mm-hmm. are uh, alternate conspiracy theories that claim that the Obama administration can control the weather to deflect political attention and have done so with a variety of events, such as a devastating tornado to take away <laughs> political pressure at, t- at times it's needed. So George W. Bush made Britney, paid Britney Spears to go crazy mm-hmm. and Obama kills people with a tornado. I was going to say, he was also responsible for Hurricane Katrina. Right. Now, right. Well, he, I don't know that he was responsible for it. He just didn't know how to respond or whatever. <sighs> but, oh, God. So there you go. When will people let George Bush die? Like, just like whoa, let the George whoa. Bush jokes okay, die. Nick, we at the Pillow Talk Podcast do not condone the killing of a president. A former president. Did um, you? Um, so, did you ever read? Okay, this is a dumb question. I feel like I know the answer to it right before I even ask. But did you ever read his memoir? Nope. Okay, I, so, I, I'm I'm going to be completely honest. During George Bush's pregnancy, not the boy, biggest George Bush fan. George Bush's pregnancy? That's not another conspiracy presidency. theory. <laughs> yeah, George Bush was pregnant with uh, Chelsea Clinton's baby. <laughs> she, he was the surrogate. They did a twin style thing. Jeez. Oh, <laughs> Um, so anyway, I, I read his, I think it was called decision points or just, I think it was called decision points. I read his, you all right? I'm good. Okay. I'm just trying to keep an ear open. (laughs) Read his memoir. And, um, he was, I felt actually really bad for, cause it came out right after he was not in office anymore. And I felt really bad for him. Because one of the things he kind of said in his memoir is that when he became the president, he wanted... Um, he wanted his presidency to be about education. You know, there are a lot of presidents who, that was a great picture of your face making, eating brownie. And are you gone or are you still there? <laughs> You're still there. 
Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, he, he took office, wanted to like reform education and stuff in the country. You know, some presidents are, oh, he's the this president, he's the that president. Well, Bush said, look, I want to be the education president. Mm-hmm. And he got like a year and a half into his term, and then September 11th happened. And then he had to become, mm-hmm. well, okay, regardless of whether you think he, quote, unquote, had to become. But then he became a war president. And sure. um, he's like, look, you know, I wasn't prepared for it. It wasn't what I wanted. I wanted to do edu- – I wanted to reform education. And then he got mm-hmm. stuck doing this other stuff and eh, felt bad for him. Sure. Well, I mean, and, and I don't think that anybody would know how to handle something like that. Well, and, you know, you, you look at it, it, <clears throat> it on a different level, you know, than – click forward one presidency and you've got Obama who was all about hope and change when he was running for president. You know, look, you know, look, I want this, I want that, I want this. And then you get in office and you realize, oh yeah, I can't do any of that. It's all about, because that's just not how this is what I want to do. Right. You know, and I'm sure that, you know, as we, here we are seven, almost seven and a half years into his presidency. I am sure that this is not how Obama thought it was going to turn out. You know, so I'm sure you'll read yeah, his autobiography. Yeah. Well, you may not, but I'm sure people will read his autobiography and feel bad for him. And yeah, but anyway. Yeah. But you know what? I mean, spotlight's all on one person. And mm-hmm. I mean, if you're continuously in a spotlight, you're going to do stuff that people are going to be critical of. And I mean, God forbid if like a camera followed me around for a day. <laughs> you know, I feel like I feel like if you take that job, you have to you take that job with the understanding that. People are going to be critical, and that's just how it is. Exactly. I mean, you have to, right? You have mm-hmm. to have thick skin. I mean, I guess well, that's if you why don't, you campaign you're crazy. for so long, right? Yeah. 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 And they pay you the whopping $400,000 a year. Yeah. Big money. Mm-hmm. But then you make millions when you sell your book and whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Interesting. Yep. So there you go. That's my story. I like it. Mm-hmm. I like it. That's a that's a good one. I like that. Uh, yeah, I like it. I like that. I like that these conspiracy theories that we do are not the normal conspiracy theories. Yeah, I wanted to do something a little different. Yeah, I mean, you get I don't know bored if these are better home. or worse. Oh, I think but. that they're way way better. way better. I also there's a show on Netflix, Nick, that at some point we're going to need to watch because we talked about doing Tesla talk. Yeah. There is actually a Tesla autobiography on Netflix that we need to watch and talk about. Oh, totally. Let's do mm-hmm. that. Let's it would be totally better than reading the Tesla book. Okay. And I, I do have um, um, The Devil in the White City to read. Oh, that's a great book. Because you did speak so highly of it. I um, And by read, I mean I have the audio book. Uh, <laughs> it all works. It's a Mexican version of reading. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to say that it was narrated by Edward James almost. Oh, could we get it narrated by Edward James? I don't think that would work right. Dang it. It's set in Chicago. Could we get... We could get him to do it right. Like, I want to see, like, a Dave Couillier, like, (laughs) just, like... Can we make that a company? Like, just, like, the craziest, like, autobot... Like, Christopher Walken reads Harry Potter. Oh, that would be ridiculous. (laughs) Yeah. Expeller (laughs) Albus! (laughs) <laughs> and then Harry Potter went into the Chamber of Secrets. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that would be really great. Oh, that'd be awesome. Like, we call it, we call it, uh, what can we call it? It'd have to be walking on something. 
I keep on uh, walking on sunshine. That'd be a great. No, that'd be uh, the name of his like music CD. Walking on sunshine. Uh, yeah, obviously. Yeah. yeah. His yeah. Uh, spoken word. Don't you call it. You'd have to think of something good to call the company. I don't know. Ah, God, that, uh, we'll work on that and we'll get to mm-hmm. it. Just like ridiculous, like like Lewis Black reads George Bush's autobiography. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then you could have like. Um, um, you could have Warren Buffett read like Green Eggs and Ham or something. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. It's uh, like Samuel L. Jackson reads Anne Frank. It's like those things. <laughs> yeah, that like, doesn't work at all. I know, but that's the beauty of it. Like the yep. people you don't want to read these books, like they're reading it. Like, like Mark Wahlberg reads Moby Dick. You just want to hear. <laughs> Like you want to hear some people do it. Bernie Sanders. Yeah. <laughs> Bernie Sanders reads uh Atlas Shrugged. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now that should be an audiobook. Bernie Sanders reads Atlas Shrugged. And then halfway through the book he's like, you know, I had it I all wrong. Yeah, can't do it. Oh you're going that way. Like I was wrong. <laughs> Ayn Rand was right. <laughs> uh, or I thought this book was about Greek mythology. <laughs> I never would have agreed to read this. <laughs> oh, that'd be so great. Mm-hmm. That'd be so great. Uh, <laughs> well, that that should be a company. Mm-hmm. Your company. So, yeah. Awesome, Nick. I've received a text that the Cubs game has started. Oh, well, you probably want to go watch your Cubs, don't you? I do. Plus, um, trying to keep the podcast to a minute, uh, a manageable <laughs> amount for our listeners this week. <laughs> yeah, so they're not listening to an hour and a half because they hours. won't, as we've yeah. proven over time. They won't. Think, yeah, yeah. Nobody wants to hear us ramble for that. Oh, well, so, you and I enjoy it. Yeah, we do. We do. That's about yeah. it, mom. Yeah. Uh, uh, short, uh, short clip it to put at the end. Uh, yeah. I read your audio. I read your thing that you sent me about Rhino running for president. Oh my gosh, how great is that? I'm totally. He's actually I not running for president. He's not running for, for state rep. For for state rep, yeah. totally would vote for him. Uh, because yeah. I would like to just see them like just a gore chant, like just a gore, gore, gore. gore. So yeah, in case anybody's not aware, uh, the wrestler Rhino. Yeah. He's at Rhino, R-H-Y-N-O, from uh, ECW. Mm-hmm. ECW. ECW. Uh, and then the WWE. Uh, yes, currently in NXT, I believe. Uh, he is uh, a resident of Michigan and is running for state rep down in the Dearborn area. Yeah. And uh, he's running as a Republican, but um, said, look, he's got a lot of ideas. He's just, you know, you got to pick one. Sure. And so, you know, he's not... Uh, necessarily tied to everything but identifies more as a republican than a democrat but uh i think rhino would be great and apparently really likes politics yeah which is really cool cool. like a vinnie mac was very supportive from what i heard Mm, interesting Mm -hmm. there's all the oh oh we we didn't touch on the conspiracy there's a conspiracy theory that uh donald trump is uh when donald trump announced or you know uh, announces um uh, or Donald Trump uh, has he already picked a vice president? 
No. They, okay, no. so when he does, there's a conspiracy theory that it's going to be Vince McMahon. <laughs> um, and... <laughs> And it's gonna be. Oh. I'll, I'll I'll post this on the Pillow Talks page because it Please. was hilarious. Um, but yeah, it's it's a great conspiracy theory. Uh, basically, Vince McMahon will become his vice president, um, and it'll all become an will angle he? on WWE. Oh, Jeez, just uh, <laughs> what? Um, Nick, what did you think of WrestleMania? I haven't heard anything about it. Oh, it was the best WrestleMania I've seen in a long time. I did. Oh, let me rephrase that. Okay, I did hear that they broke the Silverdome record for attendance. They did. Uh, I heard that the Undertaker lost. Uh, the Undertaker won. I thought he lost. Nope he he won. Uh, Shane McMahon keeping his lost. record alive, or did he lose last year? He, no, he lost two years ago to Brock Lesnar. Okay. So lost he has two. lost at WrestleMania. He was. Yep. He he's now twenty three and one. Okay. Um, he wrestled Shane McMahon in a Hell in a Cell. I heard that he wrestled Shane O'Mac. Awesome match. Shane McMahon jumped from the top of the Hell in a Cell. That man's crazy. Yes. He did the classic Shane McMahon elbow drop. Uh, <sighs> or he went to onto the Undertaker onto an announce table. Undertaker moved. Mm. Uh, he went through the announce table. You could see that there was like that, that, um, that crash, the crash like that they do for like stunts when you jump off a building. Yeah. Still look brutal. Um, but um, there was that. Um, a lot of surprise stuff. Uh, Austin came back to wrestle. The, he wrestled for like a brief second. Um, the Rock it, had the shortest match in W in WrestleMania he history. He did. He did. It was like six seconds. <laughs> um, and Edge he Christian wrestled. used to do six-second poses, for gosh e- sakes. Exactly. Um, Zack Ryder won the Intercontinental title in the first match, uh, which I was dumbfounded by the whole pay-per-view. Really? Actually, yeah, the guys that I was, cause I mean, you know how in a, in a, like a six man ladder match, um, there's always the throw, the throwaway guys, right? Sure. I mean, there's the two guys that you're like, okay, it's going to come down to these two guys. Mm-hmm. And, maybe and there's a me, third one. Yeah. And maybe there's a third guy. But it was okay. So this match, and none of these, some of these names might ring a bell with you, but most of them probably won't. So it was Kevin Owens, who's the champion, mm-hmm. uh, Sami Zayn, who I thought it was going to come down to those two because those two guys are they're going to put him in a program because those guys are awesome. I've seen him wrestle on the indie indie shows a million times. Um, but so those two guys, and then there was the Miz, who hasn't done anything. <laughs> the Miz, <laughs> yeah. <I> know. <laughs> uh, there's Zack Ryder, who's basically like a Jersey Shore guy. Uh, he's got a Jersey Shore gimmick. There was um, um, Miss, what the frick is that Mexican guy's name? Um, La Parca. No, no. I wish it was La Parca. Um, uh, Sin Cara, who is just a god-awful character. Um, and um, Dolph Ziggler? Okay. Dolph Ziggler. Um, and so, like, those, uh, those, those three guys are the throwaway guys, right? And so I figured it was going to come down to Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. Out of nowhere, Zack Ryder wins this title. And I was like, I can't believe Zack Ryder won the title. Um, all through the night, I kept saying, you know what's really shocking? I can't believe Zack Ryder won the I, like, I kept expecting like something to happen and then to be like, no, he's not the champion mm-hmm. anymore and pull it back. Um, they had one of the best women's matches I've seen in professional wrestling. Oh, yeah? On, on WrestleMania. Yeah. Yeah. You're gonna tell that to China at Motor City Comic Con? I will. I'll say these <laughs> girls are way better than you. Oh, and she'll beat you up. Probably. Probably. Yeah, Rick, she's a big lady. 
She is. Uh, Ric Flair's daughter uh, was in the match. So. Oh, yeah, I heard she was in a match. Yeah, she's. The, I mean, all the girls that were in the match were really good, so it was a great time. Nice. Yeah, good time. Triple H lost, and the crowd was really behind him, so they don't like the current guy who's champ. So No. Nah. I'm just happy Triple H doesn't have the title. Wait, no way. Triple H booked himself in the championship match at WrestleMania? No way. I'm totally it's, shocked. Yeah, this is my crazy? shocked face. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, it was it was a great WrestleMania. It's probably the best WrestleMania I've seen in like the last two years. Nice. I heard it did really well in the ratings and such. Did, I, I haven't, and, and I'm excited to watch Raw tonight because I didn't get to watch it yesterday. Oh, so. I was gonna say it was yesterday. So yeah, so it was enough to pull me in to watch Raw, which wow. normally they can't do. I did. Uh, they were pimping it pretty hardcore because they even had like I saw Rocky on um, Sports Center with the coach. Oh yeah, yeah they they have a they have a new or a weekly segment I think or something. Where, oh, was that like, what I caught? Yeah, yeah, they have a weekly segment where like somebody goes on there. So, huh. um, there was a great no holds barred match between Brock Lesnar and Dean Ambrose. Great. I don't know who Dean Ambrose is, but I know who Brock Lesnar is. Was Paul Heyman still there? He was. He's he's, he's still, the mouthpiece uh, for uh, Brock. Yeah, yeah, he's, Which he's is good because that man should never speak in public. Oh gosh, never, never. <laughs> he also hates people. Uh, Brock Lesnar. Yeah, yeah. Also, hates, not surprising at all. Uh, he lives on like a like a huge farm, basically yeah. like a compound in Minnesota. Makes sense. And uh, they did a podcast him and Stone Cold, which was really good. I actually recommend that you listen to it. And he was like, "I just really don't like people." He said, "I like to just go. <laughs> like this is my job. I punch I punch the time card. When I'm done, I punch out and I go home." Wow. So he just wants to be a normal dude, <laughs> which is which is respectable. All right, Nick. I'm sorry. Real quick no, before we end. No, you're fine. Did you have you finished listening to season two of Serial? No, I'm a couple episodes behind. All right, last week's episode, the one that came out on Thursday, which would have been April or March the 31st, mm-hmm. uh, was the season finale. So I guess we'll just have to we'll talk about that next week, Nick. That sounds Our thoughts fun. on look, we're doing what we ever asked to do. Our yes. thoughts on season two of Serial. I like it. I like it. Yeah. We'll do, we'll do that. Um, I don't know what else we can do. What else could we do? Um, our thoughts on season two of Serial. Okay, we can talk <laughs> then, about. Uh, I don't know. We'll figure something else out, Nick. Yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll figure some stuff out. Don't point okay. out that we don't have any idea what we're doing. We don't. We have no. Clue. I can tell you the uh, the first week of May. We'll be talking. We need to read um, the Civil War arc and talk okay. about it. We and can do then that. Go see Civil War and then talk about that. Sounds like a plan to me. Oh my gosh, I can't wait. Next week we'll get to the bottom of this bottle. <laughs> oh, hold that back up. It's gonna be a great podcast if you get to the bottom of that bottle. I know. It's almost. It's. I opened it up the other day. It's so. a fairly full bottle. I know. I was. Uh, it was Easter, and I was making. I was like, anybody want to drink? And they were like, no. And I was like, you're all a bunch of wusses. <laughs> Nobody wants to drink at my house, apparently. Well, I'll come over and we'll drink. Thank you. I yeah. have I have a problem. Nothing worse than drinking alone. Yeah. Well, you're never alone. Jesus no. is always with you. <laughs> he is always with you. It's just when you only see one set of footsteps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's he's carrying the, you back to bed because you drank too much. It's because the Jawas travel in single lines to not give away their numbers. <laughs> the Jawas. Yeah, I have to go figure I'm going to go watch Star Wars and the Cubs game at the same time, I think. Okay. okay. Yeah, I'll let you know how that goes. All right. Well, I'll let you get to your Cubs game, and I'll watch Hulu. I'll watch Raw. 
you know, you go watch Raw. I'll watch the Cubs. Um, and then, yeah, good times. Yeah. yeah. Oh, uh, fun fact. The next version uh, or the next episode of Just Push Shuffles coming out. It's going to be nice. Stephen Lynch. A uh, little fun sneak peek. St- a Stephen Lynch song and a Foo Fighters song. So, the Foo Fighters. Yeah. Yeah. So if you've ever wondered what the guy, the drummer from Nirvana is up to now. Uh, we're about to tell you. Yeah, who would have thought the drummer would have been the guy with the long music career? Exactly. So it's not this guy. No, not at all. But good for good for Dave Grohl. Yeah. Well, all right. I'll let you get like your guy. Yeah, I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna go take care of that. So Nick, you take care of that, and uh, let's tell people bye. Bye, people. Bye. Bye. But what of the things that we've shared? What of all the, the sweet words that you spoke in private? Oh. Uh, well, Well, that's just what we call Pillow Talk, baby. Thank you for listening to the Pillow Talk podcast. The theme song to Pillow Talk is Carrie Says All Right by The Hard Lessons. Find more information on them at thehardlessons.bandcamp.com. Visit us on the web at Local Flavors. I forgot. (laughs) At Local Flavors Productions. Thank you for listening to Pillow Talk. Pillow-